pivot switch. Keith, can you hear me? What's up? Oh, thank God, dude. This has been really hard. My new job is kicking my ass. I um are you connected? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh your video paused, it just got I looked um, strange yeah, at first. Just... Oh phone. Yeah, starting you. a new job's a pain. And this thing is This thing is a real monster. Well, and specific, like specifically, like the thing that I do professionally is like always hard and weird. Um, and like the reasons that it's hard and weird to be a sommelier, in my opinion, have always been like more like social and like uh, emotional. Like there's just too much partying involved and stuff, you know. Mm. But now that's not the problem for me because it's like I'm in this new environment. I'm in the Bay Area. Um, everyone who works for me and with me on the mean is like five, six, seven years younger than me. And like they're partying for sure. But like I have two kids and I'm not I'm not doing that. Like so now I'm on this new tip where it's hard because um I have this like smartest person in the room like role in a very new restaurant and so if something becomes a problem everyone looks at me and is like okay Parker you should solve that um, yeah it's also it's, like it's not a great position to be in because like you kind of have to be an asshole yes like, also have to be the asshole in the room Yes, and I'm not accustomed to doing that. I am, like, accustomed to being, like, the town diplomat and, like, the community diplomat. Um, and also, I'll be frank, like, just being a black person in, like, like, uh, like high-quality hospitality scenarios, like, I have never felt like I've been able to be an asshole without getting canned, you know? Mm. So, like... Well... Now yeah. I'm like, that's not the case here. Like, certainly not. But, like, it's, like, I don't have any practice, like, being a cunt to people because of, like, logistic reasons, you know? <laughs> like, Well, it's also, that's why there is, like, you know, workplace politics sort of thing. Because it doesn't matter if you're right about something. If you're an asshole, people are just, like, they just see that you're being an asshole. Yeah. Um and uh yeah it i sucks. mean brother this it's crazy because i remember the last time that i was in like a wine direction role or like a beverage direction role in a serious capacity in like a high caliber restaurant this was like the sundown of like my partying all the time days <laughs> And so I related much more closely to people who were doing that in the industry than I do now. And I was a lot more patient. 
and anymore like like um i had someone uh was talking about making out with somebody at um the Ruby Room, which is like the most Kansas City bar in Oakland. And they were like loudly talking about like making out with someone there who had like ketamine drip all over their nose. And um, <laughs> I was like, which is, it's fine, but I'm like, I'm like holding like a bottle of burgundy in my hand and like trying to talk to people about like, um, you know, restaurant stuff mm-hmm. and uh, like business stuff. And I'm like, I'm like that's a really funny story to like tell not here um you know like um but I when I was when I was working at Sarpino's we would have like the most heinous conversations which like because we weren't we didn't have like a sit-down space it was all delivery basically Mm -hmm. um and at late at night like mostly people didn't come in they would just place an order online or over the phone but sometimes there would be, and we wouldn't see him for a second, and, like, they would overhear conversations about, like, we would be talking about, like, like what it's like to go get an STD test and, like, wait for the results. <laughs> I was overhearing that. Um, but we had, like, a, a, like a long, like, we were debating about, like, whether uh, Waterfalls by TLC was about AIDS. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, just that being prayed over your pizza... <laughs> like, like, like you're about to go home and, and feed it to your family that's very special oh man that's awesome no one I, ever like minded though because it's like people coming in at 2 a.m like they think it's hilarious right too, right right but, yeah. i guess that's true we're, we're talking sarpinos here yeah um which i've eaten many many late night uh sarpinos pizza so I also wouldn't mind having a deep discussion about AIDS before I shoveled that shit into my face. So <laughs> I like uh I remember the thing I remember the most about Sarpinos is um how their chicken wings had like a gummy bear like texture to them. They were just yeah. like very chewy and like flaccid and like not really chicken like. Well, they're not. They weren't. Uh, they weren't like deep fried or whatever. Um, you send them through the, like the roller, like uh, yeah, they're oven, just baked. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. They were like pre-sauced, um, frozen and pre-sauced. Like they came frozen with sauce on them, so they had a lot. Uh, like you can't really get crispy skin on a chicken wing if it's wet. Um, so like. Baking isn't ideal anyway, but it's like baking a wet wing. That's great. Yeah. They uh, they did that at a. There's a local shop. There's a local pizza shop in in here in Walnut Creek where they do the same thing, but they do it right in front of you, and it's like Mm -hmm. it's pretty insulting. (laughs) It's just like right there. They're like slowly rolling it through this like gas chamber. Uh, working at a restaurant like that, um, it ruins it for you because, like, you'll make your own food and you figure out a way to make their food mm-hmm. that is, like, a huge improvement on, like, the standard, you know, business-wide 
Right. Like they like standard they use way too much fucking pizza sauce and like you need to send it through like one and a half times to get like a really good bake, like a good like crust on it. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. thin crust so it's not chewy and doughy. Um so It'd be I, funny like, to be like a it, it would be funny to be like a guy who um goes down to like his local pizza hut and like gives tips on <laughs> how to make the food better, like not employed, but like, hey, so I was I tried this out at home, and he's like harassing the teenagers who are running the place. Like, <laughs> you you got to par bake it first. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome, man. Did we get confirmation from Josh and Aaron that they're in? Because I feel like this scheduling was their idea now. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder where they are. I think Aaron said he might be late or something. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, Aaron did tap in about that. Hang on. Seems like Aaron's been hustling a lot lately. That's good. Yeah, he said he'd be down to postpone, po postpone further, which is fine, because I can jaw jack for a while and just kind of hang on. Um... I um I uh so this new job is like um I am like in this like extremely intense like fine dining space that's like only 40 seats. Um I have like a really tight really small like natural wine list that I've developed but I have like uh storage issues I'm dealing with. I have the fact that like I'm also like like I'm the you know the straightest person at this restaurant and so like if something is heavy like I'm picking it up and like if something is broken like I'm fixing it which is <laughs> really funny um, which also isn't fair like you know no no it's not but like and I'm very very vocal about it you know so everyone knows I'm just like I, I know that I'm the uh, biblical bisexual here but like um you know, I, I do need you to, all of you to at least, if you're not going to do the things that I'm doing, I need you to, like, pay close attention and learn how to do them so that when I uh, ascend, <laughs> like, you can do them for yourselves, right? Um, That's like when you have, like, a female teacher or, like, a female manager and she's like, I need two strong boys to pick this up. Yeah. It's, like, it's, only, it's only 25 pounds. You can get it. Like, it's like, it would be one thing if it was, like, this, like, 400 pound like you need you know three guys to get or something yes um yeah i'm like doing make women do more labor doing the heavy <laughs> yeah. um i think that's what the supreme court is up to right now actually uh damn it <laughs> more more labor for women right um <laughs> yeah oh man i forgot how easy it is to groove into this thing um yeah, I'm picking up all the heavy stuff, and, like, like I was doing a bunch of, like, wine inventory-related things today, and also, like, I was, like, trying to escape and, like, go hang out with my family, because, like, this is my off day, and I've been at work all day. I, like, I brought my family to work today so that I could hang out with them. Um, and then I brought them home, went back to work to work some more, came home, said hello to everyone, and then began recording the podcast. But, like, as I was trying to get out of work... 
I mean, it was brought to my attention that like one of the dishwasher like hoses was like fucked up and i was like i then began like a clinic on like simple plumbing <laughs> it was like uh you know I just, it's like one of those things where you're 30 something and everyone around you is like 25. And like, I want to tell them all the time, I'm like, okay, so the next six years of your life are going to be very hard, but you're going to be like twice the person you are right now on the other side. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, like the 26 is sort of a huge uh, shifting. Yeah. That's like where someone like could be on their parents' health insurance before. Mm-hmm. So like, what you don't think before, like you don't really think about it, but then after it, it's sort of like this. Yeah, it's also a lot of things. Like it's also the like the moment at which like the almost like the very gently used car that you were given as a teenager, like turns into a piece of shit, and you have to figure out how to like fix it, get it fixed, or get a new one on your own. You know, or like um when the partying of like your early 20s that catches up with you and yes your body hurts you realize that you have like have not developed a hobby or like an interest in eight years and you're like what that's weird um yep so it's like a a situation that's not foreign to me in which, like, as a father, I go into a workplace full of people who don't share my life experience, and then I become, like, the de facto father of, like, a ragtag group of, like, uh, drug-addled queer kids. It's like Dead Poets Society, like, Oakland edition. It's pretty awesome. I'm having a great time. Um making a lot of connections and doing a lot of cool work. Um, but I just, I, I can't believe how, how, how time consuming it is. And have you been able to consume any media or have you been too busy? I have not looked at the media in a long time. I know that Tucker Carlson shot up a grocery store the other day. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the was it Boston? <laughs> it was in Buffalo, and it's Buffalo. not funny. It was an egregious attack against the black community. But like, um, yeah, the Dadaism does kick in when like there's an egregious attack against the black community monthly. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't I haven't failed to notice. You know, I heard about it, but I really don't dig into details of mass shootings because there's um, they're traumatizing and fucked up and scary. Yeah, and there's no yeah. desire to really ch- like this country doesn't want them to stop, or we would you know try some anything you know like there's no um, there's no desire to fix it here. So a hundred percent, yeah. I'm not gonna like you know go look at the fucked up footage or whatever. People who watch the streams are this like and like get really detailed and nerdy about them are the same as people who carry war banners about them because like. They think that they're interesting, and they're not. They're they're very sick, you know. Yeah, it's and, like, and and if we're not doing any, if we're not like actually going to do anything to fix it, it it really is just entertainment. Yeah, it is, and it's like, well, first off, because of who I am, like I'm always on the lookout to for like avoiding things like that, right? 
Um, and I think that, like, most Americans should be because, like, um, in addition to the regularly scheduled attacks on the black community, um, there are sporadic and totally randomized shootings all over this country fucking weekly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, like, I'm always looking over my shoulder because, like, I live in a densely populated American city. Um, and uh, if you are, like, the type of, like, keyboard warrior who, like, needs something like this for ha- to happen in order for you to, like, get your rocks off about, like, the virtues that you possess... It's like, I don't know. This is like goes back to like I think our very first episode. It's like it's very silly that you hope that something is going to change about this, or like that you think that the people with the levers of power are remotely interested in changing anything about it. They cannot be affected about it, by it, and so they won't do anything. Um, which is why they poisoned everyone's brains with January six riot bullshit because they were like, look how close we got to being. Um, mildly inconvenienced by something that every single one of you deal with every day. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't feel bad for you. I have to go to supermarkets all the time. When's the last time fucking AOC went to a supermarket? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's really only fair that they share part of the, um, yeah. their fair share. How about a little bit for you? You know? Because, I mean, like, I have to go to the grocery store and the gas station and church. Cool shootings there are. Yes. Dude, which, uh, which uh, congressman or congressperson would be, this, like, the school shooter, you think? I think Cory Booker could <laughs> let it fly. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so troubled. <laughs> uh, dude, Cory Booker, he's, uh, he's vegan, right? Um, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he was once asked, like, what is your, like, um your indulgent like food or whatever like what's the like crazy thing you go crazy and like you eat this indulgent thing and he said raw veg veggies i remember that like <laughs> he's going crazy on the crudite like oh yeah give me some ranch and i'm really fucking it up like it's like, yes, vegan ranch yeah <laughs> the the newman's own vegan like, that's so fucking cringe for him to do that um, and I hope I hope that's not true. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it is, and I think that that's like the answer that a fake vegan would give. I think that he's like an Oreo vegan, and or like a like he's like the type of quote unquote vegan who like vegan masks all day, and then like hammeredly shows up to White Castle right before bedtime. Yeah, and like gets his protein that way. Those are real people, um, you know. Yeah. Cory Booker, I can see that. Um Not like I mean I think that like people like um like most of those people are so I I feel like Cory Booker has like a real person's personality, which is why I kind of selected him there. I feel like there's lots of put-ons in uh the house in the Senate. Um like Lauren Boebert MTG, MTG's that's her real personality. But I, like I said, I've said on the pod before, like, um, if she wasn't where she is, like, she's pretty harmless. Like, she's like one of the most regular fucking white women I've ever like seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I would expect her to more like accident accidentally fire a gun in Congress or something. Yes. Yeah, she I think that she's dumb as hell, but like <laughs> I don't think that she's like she's not maniacal or sinister the way that people try and characterize her as. She just she's a bad person who like um Forrest gumped her way into Congress, you know, like um but yeah, I, I don't think that she's an evil genius or I think she's like really, really self centered. And a lot of a lot of our politicians are too sociopathic to have the passion to be a shooter. Yes. Because I mean people tend to think like, oh, shooter like mass shooters are sociopaths. Well actually like a lot of them aren't. They're no. just like radicalized and whatever. Yeah, because I think that like the sociopathic uh, tendency or that pathology um, is like it's an obsessive pathology which means like you're worried about how you're being perceived for sure right um, so if you're going to do something insane like that then Um, if you're doing something, you know, like one of these heinous, like, shooting events or like something like ridiculously violent, like you've, you've for, like forgotten, Delta, like you've done away with like any, like any feelings you might have about like how you're perceived as a public outside of like wanting to be lionized by people who share your views and wanting to be, um, you know, feared by people who don't, which I don't think it's the same thing as like wanting to be liked. Because I think it is like it's always a suicide mission, even if you're the type of person who can make a safe assumption that the cops are just going to arrest you. You know, like yeah, written... well, you have to be a true believer, like yes, you know, you're a white supremacist or something. Like they're not sociopaths; they're just you know have you know very silly beliefs. Yeah, they're just ideologues with... I mean, like, there's also, like, the element of, like... I think that the... I'm... I'm gonna say this and maybe be wrong. But... Um, the Buffalo Shooters Manifesto was, uh, like, looked really spooky to me. As in, like, the first few paragraphs um looked pretty like fabricated and i know that i'm always tinfoil hat about most things but like the manifesto just like hit every single talking point about these types of people yeah i'm just a normal kid but then i got sad and then i was like what should i do about being sad and then i got on 4chan and i found out there are other sad guys and then i killed a bunch of black people and it's like by now folks like by now it uh, these people have appreciated some sort of nuance right like after all of these years and after elliot roger and adam lanza and after dylan roof after christchurch like you're telling me these children these idiots you know they're you're telling me they're browsing the internet right and they just stumble upon this 
uh, A to Z ideology with no previous knowledge of it, with no um, no built-in preconception of this type of ideology. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Any any person who's browsing... White, like white supremacy? Well, even if it's not direct curriculum regarding white supremacy, to not have any sort of preconceived mimetic or ephemeral knowledge of these types of things, and then to write, to autodidact, essentially, like the, the very same story of Adam Lanza or Elliot Roger, and create a manifesto as though it's an idea that just occurred to you, and then to credit those people in the manifesto as though there aren't scores and scores of writings about this ideology, debunking the false premises that they're based on, scores of writing about the sad, sad lives of these people. Um, to me, it's just starting to smell like something that is being coerced by someone who is not an internet-poisoned teenager, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just, like, the, the template is, t like, it's... I'm sorry, dude, this isn't fucking ISIS. You know what I mean? Like, these people... Like, uh, here's, here, here's, no, here's no, what I'm... I will say, I mean, I will say, people that do become radicalized by, like, whatever ideology tend to not be, like, the smartest people. You no, know they're I mean? stupid. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But my, my, my contention is mainly that, like, Americans in general are godless. Yeah. Like... So like I I'm I'm struggling to imagine the epic white boy who like who really cares, you know? I see these people all the time. I live in the you know, the belly of the beast of white America and I have in many different regions here. Like I'm I don't know. It just smells like coercion to me. And that doesn't mean that the child wasn't or the man whatever the fuck the media wants to get me caught up semantically about how he's a teenager but michael brown was a man michael brown was a man. how old how old was this kid he was 18 so he's a man and so is michael brown man i don't want to get into I'm the actually, semantics yeah i'm a really strong believer in like if we have the if we have like a distinct age about whether someone's going to be tried I, do, I always hate when they're like, oh, they're going to be tried as an adult. It's like, well, don't have the rule. Like, don't have... Right. Don't have the line. If they're if they're 16, they're a minor. Like, I don't give a fuck what they did, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, I think that, like, it's also... It's arbitrary in so many ways because, like, I don't consider, like, a 22-year-old capable of making rational decisions 100% of the time. Oh, for sure, yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, I mean, like you remember college, right? Like the the uh, the the whole like that's like the thing. I mean, that's like a big problem with I feel like with our criminal justice system is like this uh, like the wiggle room or whatever, where like it's up to the judge's discretion whether they try them as an adult or the prosecutor whether they try them as an adult or a child, and it's like, oh, that seems like a really like nice opportunity to like introduce a shitload of 
like discrimination or whatever, you know? Exactly. Those are like some of the only jobs in the in the world that should be automated. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like let's feed it the data. Um let's use information to control for bias and when people yeah. fuck up, we'll give them the appropriate pu- punishment, right? Yeah, but as think, you can see in the Supreme Court, um, that wouldn't be, I think they're still using this word, uh, democratic, um, a word whose meaning changes every week, um, depending on who you're talking to and what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. The other big thing in the news. I think that, uh... Um, well, fuck the Supreme Court. Fuck, uh, fuck judges. We really, like, uh, judges are, like, a big area that we need to stop glorifying and, like, stop acting like they're, like, geniuses or, like, this respected thing. It's really not. Yeah, it's uh, really stupid. I mean, like, you're just a lawyer who can't litigate. Yeah. Um, and to be a lawyer, I mean, there's skills, you know, to being a great defense lawyer and all this stuff, but really it's just memorizing shit. Like, yeah. I mean, that. and that's my job. Yeah, you know, I just memorize shit. So, like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I just, you know, I'm allowed to talk shit. Um, and you memorize real things. They're just memorizing made up bullshit. Yeah, and they, they're made up bullshit also. They have made up words like jurisprudence. <laughs> that sounds like the name of a white reggae band. like jurisprudence fuck you what are you talking about um yeah contextualism contextualism that sounds like a word that a white rapper would make up (laughs) oh god that reminds me of i finally i finally got stopped watching the amber heard johnny depp trial oh good i wanted to check in with you about that it's it was got like a real really... addiction. Yeah. I like, kept relapsing, even though I knew it was bad for me. So I saw online that the tables have turned, and people are now like, oh, Johnny is puppeteering this this trial, and Amber is the abuse victim. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that either, but, uh, there, know what it is, if you start watching it, and you go to the comments anywhere, like the the Johnny Depp dick writing is so hard that you can't help but like consider, you know, the other position. It's just like when you see like overwhelming like sycophantic behavior, you can't help but be like, all right, well, I hear you, but this is you right. know. Yeah, I get that. That's why I've never. That's why I actually never voted for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Even though I wanted him to be president, you know, I really did. Um, yeah, but I was just like, something isn't right here. Um, well, I realized another thing about the uh, the Johnny Depp thing that is sort of pissing me off is, um, like, he was using every drug under the sun or whatever. Fine, based. whatever. That's that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> cool. But I noticed he kept emphasizing like opiates, like. He like I don't know. There's just the way they kept bringing up like his side or him kept bringing up like yes I was addicted to opiates, 
And I think they're trying to play off this whole, like, opiate epidemic thing because it's, like, sympathetic to be addicted to opiates now but not to be to other drugs, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which has pissed me off for a while because the reporting on that, which, I like, many people have made the point that there's, like, a racist, racist component to the, like, sympathy for opiate addiction, but... uh when people were talking about that, they're always like, oh, yeah, the doctors told them it wasn't addictive. Like, they thought it wasn't addictive. And it's like, really? Really? People thought opium no. yeah. wasn't addictive? First of all, it says on the fucking bottle. We have 200 um, years plus of research about, like, opium yeah, and, op- had, like, and derivatives. We wars over opium. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I hate that. I hate that so much because it's like... It's basically, it's like rich, older, like stuck up white people getting addicted to opiates and then like playing coy about it. Like, uh, like, oh no, I'm not like other drug addicts. I didn't know. Like, shut up. Yeah, like I needed this for like a problem I had. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, what kind of problems do you have? And, And they didn't figure out like it was. Uh, like a controlled substance when they tried to go refill their prescription three days early for the first month or whatever, like, yes. come on. And and I'm sympathetic to, like, opiate addiction, like, and all that, and, and addiction in general, but, like, don't fucking lie to me. Like, you, you knew... Yeah. You knew when you took a pill and you felt good, like, you knew it was addictive. Yeah, if you're, like, on a substance and you, like miraculously in a 30 minute window feel like you don't have any problems anymore um you should go to your doctor and reduce your dosage yeah <laughs> like that's that's my advice <laughs> i remember one of my first thoughts when drinking was like oh i see why this is addictive like it was one of the first things i thought oh i feel fucking amazing yeah because one thing like you feel like you're uninhibited socially um, you are not noticing any of the weird things that you're notice about your body typically. Um, mm-hmm. You're funnier. Like, people are laughing at you. Whether or not because you're funnier or because they are also drunk. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, you feel like, uh, you get the, you feel like Ted Lasso. You know, everybody likes you. You walk in the room and everybody's smiling. Because you're drunk. <laughs> and they're drunk. <laughs> you just, you get that effect. Um... And, you know, bouncing in and out of, you know, sobriety has been good for me. Because, like, I was thinking about this earlier today because, like, I'm extremely proud and of and, and very, very happy for all my friends who had a hard time with booze in our youth and have, like, kicked it and are doing great and smiling because of it. But I'm equally proud for all of my friends who um, overboozed in our early life and are now able to drink a tempered and like metered amount and have a good time and Mm -hmm. um are not letting it wreck them right like i think that depending on who you are where you are and when maybe the same amount of like mental dexterity is uh required one thing i do want to highlight is that like um becoming altered and like using substances is just like um i think it's just like prima nature at this point in like the global west specifically in the united states and north america in general where like um you may not have to walk for water 
but um you're being like extracted like there's a psychic hose like plugged into like your brain stem constantly um that's just like pulling energy from you um and forcing you to go from place to place and do things to to survive in a way that is just mind-numbing and like the six hours uh between you know 8 p.m and uh like 4 a.m when your brain like reminds you that you have to like get up and, and do your little ant ant person style life um, it's really, really tempting to just fill those hours with booze and drugs. And it's also really easy to do it when you're young and, and you're fresh to it and you don't have a lot of responsibilities. Um, thusly, it's really, really hard to kick once you, uh, I don't know, have a family or a career and things like that. Um, so shout out to all the addicts out there who are, uh, you know, wrestling just living with just living in the Imperial core. Aaron's coming in now. I think he's live from the Highlander. Yeah, man. Now I, uh, I'm actually uh, in in my home. Uh, sorry, Olivia's home. I've missed you. <laughs> Just the unnecessary qualifiers. <laughs> Always. <laughs> What's up, baby? Facts are important, dude. I'm, I'm, I've been fighting misinformation. I don't know if you heard, but I went to Colorado and I came back a total lib. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do yeah. you believe? Dude, I, uh, my pronoun game has been on point. I haven't changed mine personally, but, you know, been I've been observing. <laughs> I've been, I've been, uh, observing other people's pronouns. Yeah. Um, you're, better than better than usual, and I'm usually pretty fucking good. You're, you know, you're stalking other people's pronouns. Yeah, yeah. I I I, uh, I won't lie. I, I it took me a while to get uh, Demi Lovato's pronouns. You know, but she's such sorry. They's uh, such a good person. Um, Did, wait, was Demi in Colorado with you? No. That seems like something that they would do. I don't know. Demi's Afraid that I'll slip up and and fuck up Demi's pronouns and then Lizzo will beat the fuck out of me. Oh, is Lizzo team Demi? I haven't heard from Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah. Keith, do you have anything to say on this matter? Wait, why are you asking Keith about Lizzo? Uh, oh, I'm asking him more <laughs> on the Demi side. You know? Uh, but also because, I mean, Keith... We we have in Keith in this show through his participation in this show we have the greatest pop culture pundit um, in in North America for sure. I think so. Do you guys want to? Um, um, this is so based. <laughs> <laughs> I have the funniest fucking screenshot to show you, Aaron. Wait, a screenshot of of what? Read this headline. Second. For it to pull up. It's awesome. Debbie Bush compares Zelensky to Churchill, mistakenly calls Iraq invasion unjustified. <laughs> So, oh good god dude he's in his, Hell sleep, yeah. he's in his sleepy joe era dude 
he might get a third term, you know? Dude, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> I'm down. George Bush, George Bush, uh, the threequel, uh, only whoa, on Disney whoa, Plus. Whoa, hang on. Mission accomplished. Are you still have the stream up? Yeah. Check this out. Oh, hell yeah. Of some bush footage. In contrast, Russian Russians are rigged. Political <laughs> are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> that face, dude. Dude, he did the little I mean, G-dub chuckle. He goes, ha-ha. Right? Yeah. <laughs> of Iraq. Oh my god. I mean, it's so good. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. This is at the George oh. W. Bush Institute, by the way. And after oh. he says, uh, he says, uh, in Iraq too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best part is the little chuckle. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get these things mixed up sometimes. He for real is he's exactly like every like shitty flash cartoon ever drawn about him. Like Yeah, exactly. He is he is he's just that and it's so funny and awesome. Um People uh people are mad about the audience laughing, which like uh you know the like, fuck wouldn't laugh at that. That's funny. Yeah, it's like you know, we're laughing at a war criminal making a Freudian slip about the death of millions of people, but like it is psych it's like a it's funny thing. It's like I'm glad he yeah. remembers that it happened. Because like hey. there's a chance that he wouldn't. You know what I mean? And this of course I remember. I had a shoe thrown at me. Yeah. And this this is the closest we'll get to justice. Like this is Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I remember towers fell and that fella threw a shoe at me and then i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know that was popular again yeah hey guys next netflix money started pouring in hey guys whatever what's up josh hey what's up buddy it's good to see you hey so i'm at work but real quick just something to think about the movie drive <laughs> it's not about driving it's about <laughs> having drive Having that drive in life, being driven. <laughs> Just think about that, fellas. I gotta go. Thanks for dropping in, Josh. Thanks for thanks, Josh. Aaron, that was pretty this good. This is the perfect. That was a good feature. Yeah. Aaron, do you still have that jacket from Drive? Uh, I never had the actual Drive jacket. I had like I had a. A drive like adjacent looking jacket. It didn't have any like pat or uh, logos on the back or anything like the scorpion jacket, but it was like a bomber jacket, I guess. That was like uh, gray, light gray. That's Don't get I mean. me wrong, I looked pretty fucking cool in it, but I, it, I looked like you know, uh, drive with like a beer belly, I guess. 
during that I, uh, time. I um, so Christians in Cambodia giving coffee T-shirt that's in the pipeline is just a blank T-shirt that has an image of the jacket from Drive, like spread out on the back, as though that's like from a <laughs> retail store online. So you get to wear the drive jacket on your back without wearing the drive jacket. Yeah. And the pocket will just say Christian Nobody get a coffee. Likely with the Fight Club logo because Drive is in the Fight Club lexicon. We um, should uh we should get like like instead of a scorpion, we should do like something adjacent to that, you know, like just like have a fucking squid or something. Or like a phoenix for like the phoenix project, which is coming home to roost no. now that um uh everyone is convinced that the Azov battalion is uh the Avengers. We need like another right. like a uh, like a crawfish or something. A fish would be good. A lobster would be good. Or a lobster. The Jordan Peterson reference. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, that actually would be really, really cool. Actually, the drive jacket with a lobster. Like a gold lobster. Right. Um, yeah. Did you guys see Jordan Peterson uh, rage quit Twitter recently? Yes, I did. Um, he came, no, he came, not exactly. He came back, though. He, well, he never went. He just he went on like a tweeting storm. He announced he was leaving, and then he tweeted like two hundred more times. Yes. Shit. He basically did like a, the whole thing where he was like, like he was like, <laughs> my life was significantly better when I did not have Twitter, and like he did like the whole uh, like, like it's basically like when you're nineteen and you're at a coffee shop because you're like trying to be noticed and don't like hit on someone. And then some asshole, like, 24-year-old approaches you and tells you right. that, uh, that they don't own a TV. He was doing that. He's like, I don't even have Twitter. But he, like, was on Twitter. You know what I mean? It was yeah. really stupid. He's Aaron, basically doing, like, I don't even watch TV. Uh, did you see what he was originally commenting on that got him... Uh... Uh, got him so upset. Sports Illustrated. No. Right? Well, yeah, he was talking about a uh, the Sports Illustrated page. Um, we might pull this up. The Cover Girl. Yeah. So he got. Was a... the Cover Girl tr trans? No, Aaron. <laughs> that's just what's happening in your mind. Um... <laughs> I don't know. That would make sense, but um. No, they weren't trans. But then he just got like clowned on super hard uh, for his feet. The uh, right. the Sports Illustrated model's name is uh, Yumi Noop. And uh, first off, uh, I'd like to say uh, this woman is extremely sexy. Um, she's very very good looking. Um, and I guess like she's Parker. You you. May I point out that you, uh, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing about you, but you do, like, you have a wider spectrum of girls that you find attractive than others that I know. Like, I, you're more open-minded. I think that most people are hot. I really like old people. I like girls. I like guys. I like big people. I like dead people. Colors. Yes. Um, I kind of feel the same way. Like, really have a type. Yumi New is beautiful, and also like 
I, I will say this. Um, do I have audio from you, Aaron? I think so. Okay, Keith. Yeah. Okay, cool. All the like all the fuzz and white noise dropped out, which is a good thing, and I shouldn't complain about. Um, yeah. But um, no, I mean like, this is also like well here's here's what I'll crack open about this. This is one of those situations in which. You know, body positivity and, you know, inclusiveness has once again landed on a starling of a um, a woman who is, yes, shapely and I guess, yes, bigger than an average woman, which just isn't true in America, right? Like, this is the shape of, like, an average person. Um, the, average, the average person is much larger. Actually. Right, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. it's really, really funny <laughs> to that where, where it's like, well, this is just, this is a regular person on the cover of a magazine. They, ha- they happen right. to have like a very nearly symmetrical face, very angular features, beautiful like bronze olive skin, like shiny hair, like all of these other things that are just like attractive to all people. So it's like sure. really funny that Jordan then goes on Twitter and I think he quote tweets it saying sorry not beautiful and no amount of authoritarian tolerance will convince me of otherwise it's really really funny that like Mr. Philosophy thinks he can get away with saying something like authoritarian tolerance without getting called out 10,000 times Um, hey what a fucking idiot what a stupid ass thing to say like it's a huge uh I love you, Jordan, but yeah. like you know, like sometimes you really sound like a jackass. The thing is, man, he f- he fucking lost me with this one because like if he is smart, then like that's the worst bait ever. Like you get, like if you really are smart, Jordan, like get good, man. Write a better bait tweet. He's smart in a. I mean, you have to like he on some level he is a smart, knowledgeable guy. That's undeniable because. He, uh, I, I don't know, like, he's, he's able to formulate sentences, even though, um, you know, a lot of times I disagree with them. He's able to formulate sentences that reach a certain type of dude, uh, very well. The like, there is so a level of intelligence with that. He's very articulate. Keith, where's your mic at? Do you need to get closer? I'm uh, they're in my ears. Oh, okay. They're Bluetoothy. Okay. Should I hook up the? Uh, yeah, I, I want more uh, volume from you. If I can I get got it. You. Bluetooth okay. also fucks up the connection sometimes. Um. But yeah, so Jordan got into it with the Twitterati because um, I think most people were like rightfully so, like, well, you is a beautiful woman, and the, the, like if you look at the stream, it's like. This is not like a fat person. Yeah, yeah. It's not like she's beautiful, a- gorgeous person. Yeah, and, and he, it's not it's not like an overt like like a uh, woke ad or anything like that. It's just like I also think that like, it's a curvy woman. I also think that um my thing was like I remember like Tara Lynn did Sports Illustrated and She's beautiful, and I would think, like, roughly the same size and shape as you mean you. And so I was like, oh, okay, Jordan, like, is are you just, like, being racist? Which, like, I think he is. Um, and I think a lot At of At what people, point? I mean, like, these photos are crazy. 
My wife is. Oh, at what point? Here's the, my problem with Jordan, so Michael Jordan B. Peterson right now. <laughs> like, fucking Jordan B. Peterson. Michael B. Jordan B. Peterson. My, my, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan B. Peterson. Uh, Michael Jordan B. Peterson. He is. Hey, he's he supposedly a a a, a advocate for. Uh, uh, diminishing or discouraging, basically, identity politics, uh, which I associate with, um, you know, like, culture war bullshit uh, uh, to a certain extent. Now, I know that you have to, like, acknowledge, like, identity is a real thing, and it's effective in politics to a certain extent. But here's the thing about Jordan B. Peterson. He, that's all he fucking does. He's a culture war leech. Uh, yeah, and yeah. the way that other all. people profit off of uh, fucking identity politics, that's what he's doing too. 100%. He would not exist without fucking identity politics, which he participates in all the goddamn time. It's extremely that's, lame. But that's, that, that's what all the anti-identity politics people do. Is they the same way that like they got mad about like feminists critiquing everything, like every video game and movie from like how is this good or bad feminism? They do that with like how is this uh, like I pro pro wokeness or yeah. anti wokeness or like how is this like anti white or whatever? And if you have a problem with that shit, which like, I, I think that there is a limit to what identity politics can do, but I don't spend all my fucking time, like, talking about it, uh, because there's no, I, you know, there's no fucking reason to. Like, you might as well pick your fucking battles, and just, you know, if you're, whatever your thing is, if, if you're a, a class, like, solidarity guy, then fucking talk about that, and just don't be an ass. Well, yeah, oh, no. and I think that's out that's why you get people like Tim Pool and Jack Posobiec who, like, um, like they My are doing, they're doing id poll themselves, but they're doing id poll from, like, for, like, uh, missing when you can sit down inside Pizza Hut. Like, right. they just, like, they really, really want for everything to be the 90s because, um, frankly, like, the white hegemony, that, uh, wokeness or, like, uh, other movements combat is a reaction to a time period in which I think between the late 80s and the early aughts like it was very very easy to perceive our culture as hegemonically white right um, this was right. due to TV commercials this was due to government representation this was due to um, I think yeah. um, a generation growing up experiencing the gains that the civil rights movement and second wave feminism gained for society being like, oh, wait, sure. we can go deeper. Like, why can't um, I be on the school board? Why can't I be a congressman? Why can't <laughs> someone who looks like sure, sure. you in a, in, a, in a TV commercial, right? And so sure. like, those things are valid. Um, but you have people who grew up in that era or, or like, and a lot of people, a lot of times I think people who are just, you know, a few years older than us on the mean age being like, well, yeah. well, that's fucked up. Like, what happened to, like, getting, you know, PlayStation demos in my in my Pizza Hut delivery? And it's like, well, that's, yeah. that's not the fault of, like, a Puerto Rican grandma that, like, you just walked past yeah. on the street. Like, that is the onward march of culture. Um, right. And before you got here, Aaron, Aaron uh, Keith and I were discussing 
obviously the the heinous and brutal shooting that took place in Buffalo at, at the at the Topps Grocery Market there, and like uh, yeah. all of this um, all of this like great replacement theory shit that a lot of people were downloading, um, which I think is like sus and psyopy. I, I think a lot of these um, people are are being uh, marked. And I think that uh, it's pretty obvious that they're being marked because all of them are, like, fucking 17 to 19 years old, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, dude, yeah, good luck, Spook, trying to convince someone with a frontal lobe to go shoot up a supermarket. Like, you fucking psychos preying I... on children and making them murder people to further your weird yeah. fucking agenda. Fuck you. I'm talking to every fed in the world. Um... Yeah, and then these people who are still these pe- these same people are pouring the fucking grooming discourse into the pot, being like, "Yeah, the the libs are grooming teens." It's like you are getting on the internet and pretending to be a hot girl and convincing kids to shoot up schools. Don't fucking use the word grooming, yeah. you psychopaths. <laughs> these people are fucking demons, dude. And I pray I don't, God uh, every yeah. day that they are struck down and do not see heaven. You, yeah, if you're uh, if you're a liberal person or claim to be or whatever, you shouldn't fucking dig the cops the way you do no. uh, the federal police. Like they 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 think that like um you know this guy needs to be on the, the worst FBI fucking watch list. I'm like, why? So he can be convinced to crash a plane into something important? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> like, what? Yeah. No, those people are truly haram, truly wicked. Yeah, they are. God, um, whatever it is that, that they work for, I don't know. It's I don't know. Someone are we? Where are we at as a society with uh, this fucking Ukraine thing? Because I I stopped fucking paying attention for a while because I was like, this is too sad, too frustrating. Well, you like I'm road, out, which is good. But here's where we fucking are. <laughs> um, we are now at punks for Ukraine flyers. <laughs> Um, with yeah. inimitable um, punk rock acts expressing uh, ex- explicit support for um, Nazism, and I will not equivocate yeah. on that, okay? If you are in Lollygather, The Indoorsman, Heat Death, yeah. The Repellents, <clears throat> Caitlin Edwards, Godstar, Mega Mix, Discoveries of the American Scientific, you are a fucking mark, and you have been brought into anti-Soviet, anti-socialist, and anti-communist propaganda to do fucking Sambo shit for Sleepy Joe and the Nazis. And it is not fucking okay that Vladimir Zelensky is on the screen at the fucking VMAs or the Met Gala or wherever the fuck he was. It's not okay that he gets to zoom in to the fucking house chamber and tell us how bad it's going in Ukraine and how all of him and his black son, Iron Cross buddies, need a little bit more money so they can defeat Vladimir Putin. Fuck you. Right. Fuck you. My kids Um, need to go to good schools. I would like to be able to go to the hospital. I do not need a single cent more going to Eastern Europe for a hot war between a bunch of fucking Nazis, once again, a bunch of Nazis <laughs> yeah. and Vladimir Putin. I don't care. Those people are on record. They're on Telegram harassing, torturing, berating, 
ruining the lives of Ukrainian citizens, wearing their little patches, and all these fucking ants are running around America wearing their blue and yellow flags like it's fucking uh, their, their house in Hogwarts. These idiots can be convinced to do anything. I... Man, this is the most fired up I've ever been on the pod. God well, damn. We've all been waiting to, like, kind of just be vocal about that shit, and I'm still not going to be vocal about that shit, but, like, <laughs> it is... Perfect. It's, uh, I, don't want, I don't want there to be a clip of me being, you know, out there. I don't, I don't need... I don't need my fucking fans to, like, know my stance on Ukraine. Uh, and this podcast is uh, about bag chasing, first and foremost. Yeah. Disinfor- disinformation yeah, and getting money. In fucking money, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got some shit to pay for. I got, uh... <clears throat> yo, Mr. White. We'll make bad cheese, yo. Adger. Mr. White, I can't tell jokes about crude... Ukraine, I'm Dude, trying to make fucking Josh is, Josh is skinny Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's his combo. Um, <laughs> combo. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> combo got played, dude. That's uh, just Vince's Yeah. Pour it, I, I, I want to pour one out for a combo right now. Combo, those side characters were so goddamn good, dude. I really, really love how they came through in El Camino, though. Like, they carried yeah. the opening act. Skinny Pete, strong-ass character, dude. <laughs> yeah. And he was goofy. The first couple episodes he was in, it was like, oh, this motherfucker's goofy. But he really fucking sold that shit. I was like... I wonder if they hired people that, like, that is their personality. Like, because they were so real. You remember... Like the the gangster um, like enforcer from the wire that works for uh, f- what's his name? Oh, brother Muzon. No, no, no. Uh, sorry, not that one. Uh, the enforcer. She's a lesbian, uh, I believe. Um, short, like looks like a child, but she was murdering people left and right in that uh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is her name? her like <clears throat> that that performance is so horrifying like I, that's that's one of my like favorite tv like even like villains if you want to call it that because that show like everyone is a fucking villain in that oh, show Internally. i got a bunch of strange uh search results at first when i searched lesbian wire but um mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah their name is snoop uh, we, and Snoop was like a hardcore stud. There's, and they showed up in season three. Uh, really, really sick character, actually. Um, yeah. So good. Felicia. Felicia Snoop. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but it wasn't, uh, wasn't that character, like, th- that wasn't a big stretch for her, like, or them, uh, no, right? I don't think so. I think that they, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm remembering, I, I think that they were like, that that uh, person is like very, very butch, like a yes, yes, like a, a stud as they call him in the in the black community. So, um, mm. but um, they call butch women studs. Yeah, stud is like so you say stud or nigga instead of like butch or girl. <laughs> Did you grow up around, like, very many homophobic people? No. 
Really? No, no, no. If um, I grew up around a, lo- a lot of, I know you did. I grew up around a lot of closeted motherfuckers, but like not a lot of homophobic yeah. people. Yeah. They were gay, like, I mean, they were gay jokes, but like, and um, don't. They were the same as like, uh, like making fun of people for being slow. Black people usually or down. Wait, wait, wait. What'd you say? Uh, don't like black people say like down low a lot instead of like or DL instead of closeted. Oh yeah, you say DL down low or funny. <clears throat> oh, he's funny. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. The old folks used to say, "Oh, you must have a little bit of sugar in your tank." Yeah. I've heard uh, that. Um, heard that. A little sugar in your tank. This is what my grandmother and grandfather used to say to me, and they were not wrong. Just a small, <laughs> small amount of sugar in my tank, Grandpa. Thank you for noticing. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my grandpa also used to say onion. Because he thought my dad was gay, too. He'd be like, Lucille, that boy's an onion. I don't know what that means. <clears throat> oh, my God. <clears throat> that boy's an... He, he's like Hank Hill. That boy's a... Onion. My grandfather was extremely similar to Hank Hill. I won't lie to you. Oklahoma man, you should... not, not Texas, but he was um he was the black Hank Hill. And he also was um extremely light skinned with like fair and thin hair. So he used to pass for white and he would just go places and cause trouble. Parker, do you do a very good black <laughs> Hank Hill? Oh man, I wish you would have just let me fall into it, because now I'm thinking about it too much. Oh really? Yeah, I would have. I would have done it organically. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's a good idea. I, I was like, I was like, I gotta hear this. Yeah. You know, as soon as I thought of the concept, I was like, this. Uh, <laughs> Black and kills are could, this could change things. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna heal this country once and for all. Yeah, dude. His name was uh, Lewis. My grandfather's name was Lewis. Yeah. Uh, they should get Tracy Morgan to uh, voice <laughs> Hank Hill in a reboot. Yeah, dude. and still make him white. It'd be so funny because no one would care. <laughs> like King of the Hill fans would not care at all. Like, yeah, yeah. To, like, I'd be there for it. They'd have to astroturf people in to be like, King of the Hill's gone woke. It's like right yeah, yeah. to get mad about it. Well, it would be funny. What if they recasted it like and gave it to like Tig Notaro? <laughs> <laughs> or like JB Smooth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's cheap. Oh shit, yeah. that'd be awesome. Bobby Actually, hey, what do you motherfucking do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, JB Smooth would make a killer boomhauer. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. That'd be sick. <laughs> he would he would crush that, dude. And then uh uh Dale? Or your enthusiasm uh no Jeff Green or whatever. Yeah. Uh he, he could play like Bill or something. Jeff Jeff could do Bill for sure. I'm trying to think about who um Dale. Who could, yeah, who could do Dale? Let's just do Trevor Noah's. Hank! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones, dude. Hank, they're doing the great replacement. <laughs> yeah. 
They're trying to replace white people with black people. <laughs> white people yeah. with black people. This is a good idea, actually. Our live-action, recasted black King of the Hill movie, Trevor Noah, J.B. Smooth. There can be a side character also. <laughs> In the in the show though, there should be a TV going, and it's actually Trevor Noah, but it's uh, it's for universe, so it's like um, like hood Trevor Noah yeah, or something. Good. Yeah, you know he's not from South Africa; he's just from the yeah, South. Yeah, he's from <laughs> yeah, he's from St. Louis. Yeah, it's just fucking chingy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Nelly. Awesome. Nelly has Nelly been in any, any films? Nelly's had to be in um, movies. I promise. Yeah, he has. I can't think of. Nelly has movie. star power, dude. I Nelly's know. music holds up better too. Like it's it's anybody. good. I I would say Fifty is like up there too. Like just as far as like a good time, Nelly but I think Nelly was more talented. Yeah. Maybe Nelly and Fifty are goats, <clears throat> bro. I mean, like well, they my are... opinion. Hip hop was just better then as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, they, for sure, they were songs. It's uh, it it wasn't like uh, regulated. I think you know it was just like, <laughs> I I mean yeah like it was probably regulated and like censored to a certain extent but like I mean they were singing like like just like unhinged shit. It was like songs about crime. You gotta understand though, back then yeah it was still it was straight up illegal to be getting rich while black. And single, yeah, yeah. You know, like if you're not Tiger Woods, people would be like, "Where are you getting all this money?" Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Nelly is also named after Cornell West, which is um, another uh, tidbit. Get the fuck out of here! Um, is that true? Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Because <laughs> his, I, I'd fucking dig Cornell West. Yeah. Uh, Nelly's mother, <laughs> I believe. Uh, and Cornell West were colleagues or friends. I can't remember who told me that. Um, Cornell West is a cool dude because he's like with a, like <clears throat> you know he's friends with all these other guys. Chris Hedges, like uh, you know, he was friends with like Howard Zinn, I believe. Like you know, like just titans of of socialism, basically. Uh, but uh, he's he's not a gloom and doom guy as much as he is like inspirational, you know. Like he he yeah. fucking he he rallies the people, and he as a you know for the most part like a pretty fucking trustworthy track record of being like a good dude, you know. Yeah, um, black people are gonna save the world, you know, for a lot of reasons, uh, mainly because. Uh, the continent of Africa is going to be the only place to get any thing of any value uh, from here in about <laughs> 15 minutes. Um, and also because people like Brother West um, and people like uh, Chris Hayes and, pe and people who are downtrodden and still um, interested in bettering humanity. We're got, we're, um, the Global West is about to enter the Negro century and the global and the the globe as uh, as a whole, we are in the Chinese millennium. Um, yeah, that's just where we are, and I think that that like is important to recognize in terms of like these insane, uh, violent acts that are being perpetuated against black people and brown people, 
um, Eastern people and Asian people, like these white fears that shooters and psychotic teenagers are being um, groomed. You hear me? Yeah. James Lindsay uh, into thinking um, are 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 they're they're real in certain ways, but they are only problems insofar as you are racist, right? Um, because there are a lot more black people in the country than there used to be. There are a lot more right. Latino people and Latina people in the country than there used to be. There are a lot more Asian people in the country than there used to be. Most of them are busy running businesses and working jobs that other people don't want to do. Most of them are filling up the halls of academia, doing research, and doing normal things that normal people do. Right. Uh, people are freaking the fuck out because they're like the world is not all Clark Gable and Errol Flynn anymore. And I'm like, sure. You were 20 years old. Why do you even give a shit about that stuff? Yeah. I like this shit is not Turner Classic Movies, homie. Like, yeah. The world is changing, and people are freaking out because like San Francisco is starting to look like Paris. New York City is starting to look like the streets of Rome. Fine. Yeah. There will be trash everywhere for a couple of years and then we will all figure out how to clean it up because we all have to survive. Well, yeah, dude. Uh, we'll create a Wally type of uh, robot to clean up the trash. Yeah. Or something. Fine. I don't know. Maybe motherfuckers start eating the trash. We're already then we'll, be up the in, we'll be up in space with Elon by then. Elon oh. Musk is going to die in within five years. <laughs> You think so? Look at that man's body. <laughs> you don't think How he looks sustainable? I he, He's got a strange, like, bloat that I think is, yeah. like, expanding from the interior of his abdomen. It's, like, literally exploding his rib cage. I don't know what he's doing. He also apparently... He's has a, a fucking... He's a windbag. Elon Musk is that classic going term. to go out, go down in history as the most useless individual of all time. <laughs> he is never going to accomplish anything. Yeah, you know what? Fuck your money, dude. Fuck your money. I don't care. Everybody on it's my fuck you money. right now is more interesting than Elon Musk. I don't care. I. It's so funny that Grimes is like so dumb that she let him like. I don't know. Fucking. I'm white, but I'm from Africa. His way into some pussy. Like, yeah. What the fuck, dog? These people are pathetic uh, losers. Rich people are cringe. They're boring. It isn't... No, no, we, haven't, we haven't had a podcast since he uh, did the Twitter thing, right? No. Probably not. It was there was people like celebrating that, like, you know, almost you know, almost like dance, like I guess conservative. Type the deal is not record. closed. He well, yeah, I don't even know. The deal is not done. I, Elon Musk did not buy Twitter. He pretended to, and now everyone's acting like he did. Well, like uh, like the Tim Pool types, like were like super stoked about it, but right. I mean, the funny thing is, like their oppression was never real, so like nothing will change. But they're probably cool with that. No, what the, the thing that people like Tim Pool are mad about is that like Garlic Corgi and the Hell Dude have more followers than them because they're funny and like the general pop like public agrees with their takes and like 
uh, Lauren has more followers than them, or like there are like lots of popular like trans accounts on Twitter because Twitter is a um, well, it's a meeting place of minds, obviously, but like the public consensus always wins on Twitter, and so when these yeah. people look at the public consensus and they're like, oh, these are the people I'm bigoted against. They freak out and they start calling Donald Trump and shit. And they're like, "Do something!" Yeah, That's dude. Lame. One of the worst, one of the worst reactions I saw to the Roe v. Wade thing was the Tim, like Tim Pool, his, his like crew of losers. Like they found out live, and uh, I think Tim Pool is pro-choice, but like he's excited about it just because he's like a, a little cunt or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, exactly. One of his, one of his like, crew, <laughs> they were talking about it, and one of his crew was, like, they were talking about how, like, it's not gone into effect yet, but it will, like, sometime by the end of the summer, and this kid, his comment, he's like, there's gonna be so many abortions before then? <laughs> and, like, started laughing, and it's like, that doesn't, if you're pro-life, like, why would you, like, uh, laugh about that like that doesn't make any fucking which of course like we all know that's not the case but right it's right it's literally pro owning libs and it's also about negging women <laughs> on a huge scale like doing the thing where like yeah. you like you want women so you're like talking shit on them insulting them trying to make them feel bad because like you have been trained to think that that will make them want you and you think that you can like carpet bomb them with negging by being uh, pro-life or whatever. And it's just like, that's the dumbest, like, least intellectually rigorous thing that you could come up with. Uh, uh. And also, like... Like, the, like you could have disagreements with women without, like, dehumanizing them and disrespecting them on public platforms. I do it all the time. <laughs> all the fucking time but, yeah and also, also I think it's so uh, he thinks that like the way abortion works is like oh they're they're cutting it off at the end of the summer better go out and get yours yeah, so, yeah. someone was like wanting to have a kid but they're like know what now that now that yeah. well that was like the more this opportunity yeah. it's a deal it's a deal at Costco the, the hypocrisy <laughs> is built into the pro-life movement it's the same thing as the Marjorie Taylor Greene tweet that went viral, which, which said, the choice to be a mother is one of the most important things any woman can experience. And it's oh like, my God. It's like, well, yes, read that again, Marjorie. The choice yeah. to be a mother <laughs> is one of the most important things a woman can experience. Dude, I, my favorite uh, Marjorie like, uh, fucking go, clip so far <clears throat> was when... She, uh, what did she, what did she say? She was, like, talking to her constituents or whatever in Georgia, and she was like, and someone needs to tell Pete Buttigieg to stay out of our women's bathrooms. Uh. <laughs> Wait. Which. I'm sorry, was, but I really do hope Pete is in the girls' bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. That just, like, she. For comedy. There, <laughs> so it's such a funny thing to like suggest like like uh just pete Buttigieg, like the most like whatever like allegedly gay uh <laughs> you know like just 
normie fucking milk toast uh all american boy or whatever exactly american fucking psycho she literally is so uh, confused because pete Buttigieg goes into the men's bathroom and is peeing and he's thinking i hope no one knows i'm gay yeah, <laughs> which is the opposite yeah. of like being a predatory trans person in a girl's bathroom. Right, right. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, if it, if it, if anything, Pete, we should make Pete use the women's bathroom. Yeah, right? he's fine in there. Yeah, yeah. He's I tell like, you, this that is the I... least judged I've ever felt. <laughs> Boys, did I tell you that I met uh, Lauren Boebert's uh, uh, opponent in Colorado? Uh, like. I met him, I believe, because he was in the truck, but uh, it was at a Sonic. That's and awesome. uh, in in Trinidad, what's, Colorado. What's his name? <clears throat> Can't remember the guy's name. But hear That's me awesome. out. You're the worst like, so, politics guy ever, which respect. Yeah, yeah, I know. Shit like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. If it's not going to be used in a bit, like, fuck you. Well, you uh, guys, uh, we saw Madison lost today, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cawthorn. He uh fucking Cawthorn. The the wheels fell off of the campaign. Oh whoa! <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Wait, did he lose a primary? His primary? Oh, no. He did. He lost in C, dude. I was oh, kind of rooting man. for him because like I don't want that character to go away. <laughs> he well, he's been canceled for being gay. This is <laughs> yeah, which is crazy because yeah. it's like yo. I, actually, I guess it's not crazy. I guess it's a platform. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Dude, he totally, he totally outed the Republicans for like their coke orgies. And right. He thought that would be cool to, to mention. It? He thought he was like on uh, like yeah. Montel, being like, he was yeah, literally man, like, the, you know how, you know how like the little like fucking moron like grunts in The Sopranos that like try to get ahead somehow and they he end up like that getting fucking, fucking murdered. That Chrissy shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's guys, that's like that's Matt yeah, Matt. yeah. That's Madison. Madison was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them about your fucking eyes wide shut shit," and they're like, "Oh, go right the fuck ahead," yeah, and right. then boom, Madison, you're gay now. Madison went Mustang Sally, and he never, he never gets to go back. <laughs> he was like, "You'll never tell them I'm gay," <laughs> and they did. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> Yeah, there's no fucking way, man. I'll tell them about the eyes wide shut parties with the cocaine. Yeah, and they're like, um, when we said that wasn't real, <laughs> we meant it really wasn't real. So right, <laughs> none of us were there. I had a, I was dressed like a fucking vulture. You might, have if been you there, remember, but we were. <laughs> you know what, yeah. though, uh, I do think it's kind of cool that the Republicans are progressive enough to invite uh, the handicapped kid to their orgy, though. That is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is neat. Uh, you could see Chuck Grassley that... wanted to suck him off. He thought it would be so... Uh, probably! Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, I want to ne- chew on it. He might be left yeah. out of that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I love it. You know Ted, Gr- you know Ted Cruz is, like, doing the lights... Like he's not, he's not. In it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like playing with the lights. 
playing with the lights, but he's also jacking off. Yeah, like, yeah. But just uh, like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. He's just jacking end. off onto the orgy somehow from a balcony. Yeah. He puts it in a cup. He's like, will you take this downstairs for me and put it on someone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like. They're like burning a uh, 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 a Disney employee or something. Yeah, while DeSantis is getting I've been the state. Like, yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. In, 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 in an arcane, <laughs> this is getting spit roasted. Yeah, in an arcane alpha gesture, DeSantis is yeah. getting DP. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh. these people are freaks. You imagine like Madison's first night on the on the dance floor there, like just like wheeling through, being like, "Wow, it's all real." <laughs> yeah. I never thought I'd be here. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about the video and uh, that's the, thing about the interview when she disclosed it because he talked about it as though it was like the most awesome thing he'd ever witnessed. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like he was just he wasn't ratting anybody out. He was just like. Yeah, you guys gotta join the Republican Party. It's fucking gay. It's loose. Like, we got drugs. <laughs> yeah. It's free love. You know, it's everybody on everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> That's all he was well, yeah, doing. He like, and I was like, respect, Madison. Yeah. Like, man, I hope your wife's okay. Like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got the sense that, like, obviously their response, like, kind of confirms it's true. But he definitely, like, wanted to have something to like share on that podcast like mm -hmm. oh for sure like he was trying to make a splash um the yeah he really, was trying to get ahead it's really funny to me that gop insiders even let him in on that stuff because i'm like i'm looking at that guy and like i'm doing yeah like, straight up i'm doing facial rick i'm doing eugenics on him and i'm like that guy can't keep his mouth shut oh yeah He's a liar and he's a gossip. Come in. Yeah, he's he's a major fraud. Yeah, he's a major fraud, like loser type dude, who like needs to say stuff to get people to like him, and like you can yeah. see that in his eyeballs. Yeah. Like if he's on two feet or not, I'm like this is like a, <coughs> this guy is just like a five eight warrior, like. That's why Dan Crenshaw is a little bit scarier. Because uh, Dan Crenshaw is at least more effective in getting people to trust him than yeah. fucking Madison. I'll tell you this you about know? Dan Crenshaw because Dan Crenshaw is cringe, but like knowing, like, think about my personality, Aaron. Like my effectiveness yes. with people. If I had an eye patch, I would be the governor of California right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if I had an I eye patch eye and patch. I had a good reason for it, I would, like, I would be in control of a couple territories. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I absolutely agree. Yeah, I would. Dude, the have, coolest. I would have troops. So the coolest. You'd live on Crenshaw. like Jay Z's. Yeah. Neighborhood. By the way, I'm thinking about removing one of my eyes. The coolest you thing say? about. Uh, the coolest thing about Dan Crenshaw is his district is also shaped like an eye patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah, he's the closest awesome. thing to a Walking Dead character that is in real life. <laughs> well, yeah, he's uh, he looks like he would usher in a new dystopian like 
scenario, you know? Like, yeah, he's, he's in the first, like, Mad Max or something. He has regime you know? energy. He looks like a guy who gets killed eventually by someone who is sexier than him. Yes. He does look like he gets to set up his own regime. Oh, yeah, yeah for killed. sure. He gets, he gets killed by Josh Hawley. Yeah, 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 Josh, yeah, Hallway kills him because he's a little bit more trim and sly. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's super funny. <laughs> Would he be, uh... Josh Hallway <clears throat> summarily executing Grinshaw. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> awesome. <laughs> Who's, uh, we had a Missouri Den who was, like, all, Jason Kander. He used to yeah. disassemble and reassemble the rifle in the, in the commercial, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, cool, Jason, but why don't you shoot somebody so that I know you really?" Uh, yeah. You, why don't you fucking shoot yeah. somebody in the back of the head, dude? Yeah, get a clip, dude. Yeah, get dude. a clip together. Do do you like? We gotta Abu, see it. Yeah, you and Abu Ghraib. It would be thing, so man. popular. He would be the next president of the United States <laughs> yeah. if he actually shot someone. Think of the hits, man. I'm Jason Think Kander. of the YouTube clips. This is how I would have killed Qasem Soleimani. Alec Baldwin. It's like Alec, <laughs> Alec Baldwin like running for president, and but he's running as a Republican. Like he's like, I had the will to shoot a woman. Dude, I don't. I don't think that's out of the question. I'm, yeah, I don't think I don't think he Alex, could. I don't think Alex. Of course, Stern. he could possibly be a dem too, because there's no morals. Like the it, there's no. Years, I could do it in real life. Look, we would we would put Alec Baldwin in there. Yes. It's about time for. Hey, yeah, why for, not? It's about time for Blue Maga to like elect their own true idiot. You know. Like, like, I do have a theory that, like, all those pundits, even the ones that are, like, far-fetched, like, they are one or two steps away from being, like, I'm going to run for president, <laughs> like, at any you're time. Right. Which is horrifying. You know, like, there's... When Bill Mars uh, for every, when Bill Mars for every Mike Huckabee out run. there, every Mike Huckabee out there, there are, like, seven uh, fucking almost Mike Huckabees that would like to do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, fucking uh, Bloomberg, like he is that guy, dude. Bloomberg never, just like Bloomberg never recovered from Mini Mike. That was Trump's most elite <laughs> insult. <laughs> he made him sound like a piece of candy. <laughs> <laughs> Mini Mike, <laughs> and he Mini didn't even Mike. say it was his idea. He said, "He said they call him Mini Mike," and I'm like, "They who? That's your." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He made him so much. Like yeah, People say he's uh he's called Mini Mike he for made some him reason. Sound like something you buy at the movie theater before you like see a Pixar movie. It was so good at just injecting a rumor into the air. They like, call him Mini Mike. I, I don't know. It's apparently, a name. my people tell me that they call him Mini Mike. I don't know. I don't know what that means, so but cool. apparently it's confirmed. I don't know. That's one of the greatest things about Trump is that like he would be the worst coworker of all time. Yeah, <laughs> like and that is why I I personally, Aaron Scarborough, am ready to make America great again. <laughs> he just make some shit on the fly and does oh, not fuck. stop repeating it until everyone believes it. <laughs> I think it's time for some bat shit and create like just bat shit, bat shit 
insane shit, you know? The yeah. kind that only a second Trump uh, uh, fucking presidential term could possibly bring. I think, we, uh, I think four more years for Trump, or we need to see a true idiot <laughs> on the blue MAGA side, dude. I need to see a real Democrat like Zelensky, dick sucker, like somebody who... We like, should just get Zelensky to run our country. We should, like, get, we should get Sean Penn to run the country. Sean Penn, he's just like, I'm going to run the country yeah. and Robert, I'm going to let gonna let Zelensky actually run it, though. Or Robert because, Robert, yeah, give him the fucking check. I'll, I'll be at the helm officially, but I'm going to have uh, my senior advisor is Hunter Biden. Yeah. <laughs> you know, pegged by Tilda Swinson on Tuesday, so I don't have yes. time <laughs> <laughs> I have brunch with Tilda. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was uh, talking about Ukraine the other day, and I realized I gotta go. Quentin Tarantino <clears throat> wanted to talk to me. Yeah, Sean Penn, dude. Let's make him the president. It does not matter anymore. It doesn't. It fucking matters. After really like, everybody was like, after Trump, nothing matters. I'm like, no, listen, after Sleepy Joe, nothing matters. We lost, yep. we had one opportunity to put like someone who is an actual statesperson in the building after Trump. And we got I, the fucking, uh, like a car mechanic with dementia. Huh? And that's, just, it's like, come on, dude. You can't get me on another one. Fucking crazy. Yeah. I, like, I'm thinking about, like, when my kids are, like, 18, they're like, yeah, I'm going to vote for president. I'm just going to be like, don't worry about it. Don't matter. fucking worry about it, man. That's fine. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter what happens. <laughs> I don't even care what state you're in. Don't yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. I'd be like, tell you what, when you were five years old, two million people died in the country. Nobody batted an eye. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wasn't a voter because I liked Noam Chomsky, and he didn't vote. You know, Noam was right, and I always Noam is like I always I keep going back to Noam. Yeah, you always go back to Noam. <clears throat> you stray uh, for a little while, but I the all roads lead back to Noam. I like that he's such a fucking libertarian lefty. He's you know, the, I the, I like yeah. that. He's the white Cornell West for sure. He's the Jewish Cornell West. Noam Chomsky definitely doesn't have the Noam Chomsky doesn't have like the positive uplifting like thing Cornell West does. Yes, that is true. Noam Chomsky like yeah, he's like there is no hope. Exactly. He is the most depressing fucking like dude to listen to, and he's not wrong. Uh, but he's just, yeah, it is just like, well, so we're fucked, huh? He's like, um, we're fucked and it can't get better because, like, everything is fucked. Right. And that's just how it yeah, is. Yeah, it, it is too deep. It is, and he's right about that. It's too, too deep. Howard Zinn is why, I, I do like, I like listening to Howard Zinn speak or reading him much more than I do Chomsky. Uh, because Howard Zinn had more of an optimistic, uh, view uh, of things, he was of course like a realist about the past, but he just he really fucking believed in like civil disobedience and shit, you know. 
Um, but he was, I, you know, he was one of those guys. He was a lefty during the uh, fucking Vietnam War, um, which if we, I would like to think that I'm the type of person who would have uh, done what I could to protest that war. I would have should no? have gone to Vietnam. Really? I know that about myself for sure. Well, you probably would have been drafted. No, I would have signed up beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would have hundred percent. I would have dodged the draft for sure. Yeah, no. I just I think about um, yeah, Vietnam strange because like it's I think one of the globe's top ten tragedies, but it's like I it's always it's always been communicated to me as like an extremely special informative thing from my grandfather. And I know a lot yeah. about Vietnam, like academically, and um, I think that it is a huge. It's a fascinating thing to study, a horrifying yeah. thing to study. It's a but... lie, and like it, it, it's also. Um, I think when U.S. intelligence and the government in general uh, really fine tune their skills at lying, right? To people, um, but um, my grandfather tells me amazing like fairy tales about vietnam like when i was growing up yeah. and even now and um uh it's awesome it's uh it's interesting because i know that this happens for a lot of people in the west and a lot of people i think globally but like my grandfather was able to elucidate the war to me in a, in a way that made it extremely beautiful right <clears throat> and, uh, and so like not that i would not try to drop dodge the draft when i was a young kid or whatever but like if it if I woke up tomorrow and that was reality and I knew everything I knew now I would like I would want to go to Vietnam. You know what I mean? Could you just tell them that you were a Marxist or something at that time? Like, would they want you in there if you were a Marxist? I don't know how um, plugged. Uh, because like Marxist Marxism was just like such a bad word back then. Like people were like, uh uh-uh, uh, we don't fuck with that shit. Uh, Marxism has been a better word like for fifty years, there. man. It's this yeah, it's getting so crazy. Certainly couldn't hold public office um, in that time. You, Although you still can't immigrate to the U.S. if you're a communist. Really? Yeah, if you're registered yeah, they ask, in PRC, you're, you cannot come here. Yeah, one of the questions crazy. are like, "Have you been part of, or like, are you part of a terrorist organization or a communist party?" Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Which, That's so fucked. It's okay to fly to Cuba now, though, and I want to go there and get the lung cancer vaccine so I can keep smoking cigs for life. Aaron, we should do <laughs> you, be- Dude, I want to go to Cuba as well. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like <laughs> Hodge for degenerates. We just go to Cuba to get the lung cancer vaccine so we can keep smoking forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, dude, just get, like, I want to go to Cuba. Like two months later. Right, yeah, right, yeah, for, for sure, sure would. It's just gonna push <laughs> the cancer elsewhere, but right. <laughs> yeah. but yeah. just it. <laughs> we should do yeah. it. It'll be like it'll be like communist. Can we bring all of this stone with us. Yeah, yeah, it'll be communist Hodge and uh, cigarette smoking Hodge. We can uh, we can crowdsource a documentary out of this, and it'll be with Oliver Stone. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll give him twenty five hundred dollars. Call it the chain smokers. Yeah, yeah. 
Is it difficult to get Oliver Stone's the chain smokers? No, you just have to say Obama three times. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, it's not that hard to get in. I don't think um, they do. It, it's not required to have a passport, but it's easier if you do, from what I hear. Um. Oh wait, so they've did Obama open up travel there, or like how does it work now? Obama opened up travel there, and there is um, free passage through the embassy um, ah. for U.S. citizens. If you have a passport, oh. you can bypass the embassy. If you don't, you can go to the airport, shuttle to the embassy, get cleared at the embassy, and then go to Cuba for, I think, two weeks, no visa. Um, but you can get a visa after landing, too, which is rare for a lot of yeah. countries. Okay. Well, fuck it. You're I, right. Let's go get this vaccine. Yeah, I want to go get that vaccine Let's, so I can smoke. Yeah, dude. I'm fucking trying to smoke. Let's, dude. I love smoking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuban cigars. Yeah. It's awesome, baby. Like, you get to just blast cigs. There's, like, lots of rum there. There's, like, really pretty girls and, and guys. Do they smoke weed down there? There's weed. There's hella weed down there. And it's all, like, organic, biodynamic, like, 19th yeah. growth weed like no weird lab bullshit like no, yeah no weed that makes you insane like just like straight good times type weed yeah sounds amazing i was just in trinidad colorado and that was fun you know like just because there's like just little fucking weed shops everyone's just smoking like walking around town did you get stonied baloneyed like like got so fucking stoned on that uh that little trip and retarded my god i i i because they give you a goodie bag that has like the bowls in it and like coupons for like one dollar pre-roll joints which are like pretty fucking big um well the florist next to my new job is like a long island jew who just discovered weed and oh she's wow! Like, she's being very generous because, like, she will buy like fifty pre rolls at once, and just like she yeah. loves weed. She's like my. Age. I love. Don't you love handing someone a joint and being like, "That's for you, buddy." Like, no, I like to keep all my weed. I'm done with all that shit. I've been smoking well, weed yeah, but like for your buddies, years. for your buddies. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, say yeah. I came over to visit, like you would get a kick out of being like, "Dude, I got a pre roll for you." Just oh, I you, you smoke that. You, yeah. you know, I like doing that for people, but it's Olivia's weed most of the time. So, um. yeah, no, yeah, I got, yeah, I love. To uh, that's food. that's all I want. I want to be able to just like pay my bills, smoke some fucking weed, and watch Squidbillies and do comedy. That's all I want. I'm uh, and I'm achieving that. Good. Things are good, dude. Things are on the up and up. We're gonna get more fans for this show. 200 website. bucks a week? Life is good. Life is good, man. <laughs> 200 bucks a week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I found out some cool news. They did a um, they did a study of penis sizes around the world. And, uh, and I won. And uh, oh. the country that came at number one for smallest <laughs> penis size was Cambodia. Hell yeah, what? dude. So we all won. Let's go, dude. Yeah. The only thing we know about Cambodia is like has to do with Pol Pot and then just like us bombing them like after yeah. Vietnam or whatever. Yeah, well you know what I'm smoking on that Pol Pot. 
Mm-hmm. I'm getting high as shit, baby. Yeah, I'm getting high as shit, baby. <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, I know a little bit about uh, Indonesia because I read that book, Jakarta Method. Vincent uh, Evans, did, really great. Vincent really? Bevins. Uh, Vincent Bevins. Great title uh, right here. Uh, it's delightful. God damn, it's a great book. Keith, you should read it. It's also available on audio right now. Um, listeners, it's an incredibly informative read about um, the global fight against communism and how communism can save the world. If it's allowed to happen. Also, Check when you do read it, you might see on the book cover it says like uh, Glenn Greenwald loves this book or something. Yes. Uh, don't let that steer you away. Yeah, remember you Glenn know? Greenwald is a piece of shit and a loser and a fascist. Yeah, and, uh, but he's like, but yeah, well, I mean, he's just like kind of a sellout, like fucking shill. I don't know, like like he's just whatever. Selling uh, out makes you more of an avoid fascist to me than like being a fascist from the jump. Sorry. If you have leftist bona fides, if you know the lit and you know the praxis, and you decide it doesn't yeah, he, matter anymore, you should know better. You should fucking yeah. like you get. There's a there's a different hell for you than the people who were taught to be fash. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck you, Glenn. Oh, Glenn. Uh, get but yeah, I mean. Just because Glenn likes Jakarta method doesn't mean it's bad. Glenn helped me become. Well, he, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's like he nailed the uh, he nailed the rotating villain thing, which is just you know every week. He's very smart. He's Glenn is very smart, Um, which is why he's probably ducking behind fascism right now because there's a huge wave of fascism like headed towards the global west. Um, Glenn is really smart. Um, yeah, so, that sure. but uh, don't be yeah, a coward, at, Glenn. At the end of the day, Come on out. at the end of the day, I see what you're saying there. Like he's trying to get in with Tucker, you know, and like yeah. buy his ticket. But uh, isn't like isn't he kind of fucked either way? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You were gonna get purged, Glenn. Come to the good side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come this way. Lord Vader, um, your pussy is crazy. We are uh, Julian Assange stands over here, though, right? I don't stand sure. Assange. Um, you don't stand Assange? I I thought we all did, but I think he says I think he's compromised. I think that he he got caught up doing something very good. Um, but I think that he is like an MI6 hangout. Um, this is a, a lot of. So you don't think he's really um. You know, just like a victim of... Uh... No, he is a victim of intelligence. I want him freed. I want him with his family. Um, well, yeah, he definitely got framed, for yes. sure. Yeah. yeah. But he got framed while uh, behaving in a capacity uh, that I think legitimizes him as a hangout. They, they fucking want him sure. dead. The, the elites want him fucking dead, for sure. He's still locked up because there are powerful people who are protecting him. If he gets extradited, he will be killed in transit. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's 100%. He, is he still in the Ecuadorian embassy? Yes. He's locked up there. He yeah. needs to stay Oh, there. yeah. By the way, Ecuador was the largest penis size. Why well, get the fuck out of here? Let's go fuck us up. Yeah. That's all like, I know about Are they bigger people? Ecuador <clears throat> is, uh, 
uh, Ecuador. I I know nothing about Ecuador to be honest. I know their nature. Is it related to like the size of just like dudes? Like, because penises are somewhat uh, uh, proportional, <laughs> right? No, no, not you at all. You hung that out there like you needed to know <laughs> whether or not. That well, was the case. yeah, like I'm a six foot man, so I I have a you know a six foot man's penis. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's definitely not how it works. You get an inch per oh. foot for sure. They uh, yeah. a lot of, <laughs> a lot of porn a lot of porn stars are uh, are shorter because it looks bigger in comparison. Yes. Oh, wow. The old uh, Rico yeah. Strong approach. Yeah. Porn stars are shorter. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, babies. Yeah, I gotta clap it and wrap it. Yeah. We got an episode. <laughs> I'm really really glad. We did. <clears throat> Be yeah, I'm sorry. I've been such a fucking deadbeat lately. Uh, it was also my fault. Tremendous. I've been, yeah, we've been busy. We've been grinding, all of us together. By the way, if you're listening to this, go to fucking AaronScarborough.com. Mm-hmm. Go there now. It's it's a great place to hang out. You can listen to this podcast. You can listen to my other podcast, National Prayer Breakfast. Uh, That's the one and with the girl. That's the one with a girl, a real girl. Uh, Prayer breakfast. National prayer breakfast. Uh, Yeah, you'll you'll probably like that, and you can check out upcoming shows that I I might be at. You know, like um, just places where you can uh, expect me to be at. Aaronscarborough.gov. Yeah. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel, which you can find on there. Like that, I would love that. I would love it because I'm trying to like build my following on there. I've been doing a good job. You'll you'll be impressed. All and right. Me, I regular social media plebeian. You can follow me on Twitter at BPD Speedwagon. You can also follow me on Instagram at a uh, slanted and decanted. That's where I post <laughs> pictures of wine and my kids. If you do anything to my kids, I will have you bleeped and then bleeped. Oh. Yeah. Well, Keith, I'm not, I'm not really threw that out there. You can't follow me. Can't follow Keith. You're Keith. Keith, you do have a presence on the internet that's kind of like uh, in the Matrix at the beginning of the Matrix, like how he's heard legends about like like fucking morpheus or whatever like and he thought him, he was just a hacker neil patrick Keith. girlless <laughs> how about that <laughs> that's uh really <laughs> nice um yeah the wolf of odessa um my uh my know. instagram was gonna hit 2000 followers so i was gonna like make a post and now it's been going down for so long that like I'm gonna have to make a post when I hit a thousand again. Listeners. Oh my god. <laughs> Follow Keith on Instagram. Well, and if you need to know the username, just figure it out on your own. You're smart. Do you get do do liberals like and, and shit like or conservatives like shit on your page very much? No. No. Like I, um, comments or something? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've been like kinda harassed a little bit, uh on just like various videos that I've posted, like comedy wise and shit. That's awesome. Dude. Um, you know some what? of I them. They, I think they get the sense that I'm beyond uh, 
hope or like you know yeah. it's not like it's good i want to reach that sort of I'm, status I'm dude spectrum <laughs> how do i how do i better like amp up my fucking mental illness uh you gotta like do something where you like make a video i think or... i'm doing a good job maybe i just keep doing what i'm doing because i don't know like it's it's pretty mentally ill yeah, just, like just, you know, just spit in a jar until it's full and then drink it. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> just On stage? Like, yeah. And then say Trump. Yeah, like post videos of you eating glass or something. I'm going to do some real. I'm gonna, you know, I'm something of an Andy Kaufman myself. <laughs> yeah, you should be do a video where you're like, I'm going to do a hate crime. And then you turn hey. the camera around and you go, because I hate crime. Uh, <laughs> I love the cops. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I any cops crime, out hate there? Crime. This is my police officer. It's a uh, cop crowd work. I Wait, any cops crime. out there? Any cops out there? Uh, you sir, you're a cop. Hey, give it up for this guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Sixty <clears throat> percent of the cops that come to my show never been really accused nice of. Dudes. You haven't, uh, so you're a cop, sir, uh, you haven't been accused of doing anything horrible, have you? Uh, oh, you have, okay, oh, yeah. never mind, we He's should like, probably... Oh, yeah, yeah, so you're a police officer, you've never done anything legal. Next, 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 yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Anybody done a crime? Uh, oh, you're a cop? Ever, yeah, so, yeah, you ever turn off wrong. that body cam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever turn off that body you know, cam? Like, like a body uh, cam as a stand-up would be... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get a bike. Yeah. <laughs> and a gun. Or I would just you I wear a GoPro. A and do what if I what if I wear a GoPro that's like a selfie cam or something like while I do stand up? You also get a nine millimeter handgun. I'm like I'm wearing like VR goggles. Okay, and I need headphones I'll and using like out. simulated laughter. I have to uh, talk to my wife. I love you. <laughs> All right. Good night, boys. All right. Later, boys. God damn it. Later. <laughs>